Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. We are in the New Testament this whole year, dialing in on Titus today. Uh, who's with me today, Jeremy? Yes, I'm with me. Josh. I'm glad to be here. And behind the camera, what's up? Arnick, yeah. That's my Arnick impression. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, we are looking forward to a conversation today uh, as Paul talks with a mentee, uh, son in the gospel of sorts, right? So the way he wrote to Timothy and uh, for, the, for the church in Ephesus, the same thing he's doing with uh, Titus for the, the church in Crete. So uh, one of the easier books, right? Three chapters, read it on your way to work or listen to it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Simple. But uh, some profound teachings from Paul directed to this young man and somewhat similar to Timothy. He's sending this letter to the church. He sends it through this uh, protege, yeah. affirming the protege while sending the letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, he might not be so affirming of the church, <laughs> at least of the area, right? Yeah, yeah. the Cretans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was. I was like, ooh, that's yeah. I was I was thinking about the, I mean, the background of this letter, right? Like this is yeah in Crete, and I, th- I was just thinking about like, oh yeah, there is that you know like you Cretan, you know. I was thinking about the just the it's almost it's a derogative oh, sure. right statement yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah. to somebody, and what does that mean? And I was I was just thinking about that because he, he actually. Um, I mean, he, he even talks about what that is, right? Here I didn't look in, it up recently, but doesn't it mean they're like, they lie? Aren't they liars? Yeah. yeah. It actually says in chapter 1. Chapter 1. Yeah. Chapter 1, verse 12. Like, well, we're only doing the podcast on chapter well, 3, I know. so I don't reach out to just, just look. I mean, it's a little background here, but yeah. One of Cre- Crete's own prophets, he said, Cretans are always liars evil brutes and lazy gluttons like and he says this saying is true <laughs> like i'm just thinking about that this background of where he is is liars evil brutes yeah lazy gluttons mm-hmm. titus take care of that for me <laughs> yeah. yeah can um, you straighten that out please <laughs> share this letter with everyone <laughs> but the church was there right he's not he's not uh evangelizing the island Mm-mm. sorry mm-hmm. church there yeah Mm-hmm. And as I recall, what he gave for the Cretans was this is such an excellent opportunity, such an excellent opportunity for you to be different. Mm-hmm. Light is, I think, of Henry the Fourth and Henry the Fifth Shakespeare plays where Prince Hal says, my light is brighter from a cloudy day. Mm-hmm. And so the ability to be in a culture that is so adverse to good, to goodness, I mean, those mm-hmm. are not three complementary things. And uh, to be able to be light, and and I guess around my house we call it being salt and light, mm-hmm. being able to be salt and light with not just a few folks, but the culture, and let that rise up out of the culture. Mm-hmm. Pretty applicable for our modern day church, I would think. Yeah, especially modern day church who are working in modern day not church, Rome, whatever analogy you want to use, where. Uh, the culture itself becomes more secular, and these attitudes remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities. Nobody likes that, and we rail on our bosses and our uh, managers and our politicians, and nothing can create division and and 
a sickness in our heart except being unsubmissive, like being unsubmissive. So yeah, as, I, as I was reading this, I was like, this is, this is so apt for our time. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know, as a, a, the company that I work for everywhere is dealing with uh, manpower shortages. And, and, and I think a lot of that is, is from this uneasiness that people have and we are quarrelsome and we don't, show right and show perfect courtesy toward all people those are i mean they almost feel like old-timey ideas yeah. and uh Be- being obviously a good it citizen, is a, right yeah like, obviously <laughs> it is a very old-timey idea it's yeah. coming from uh, the apostle paul to titus and the people of crete mm-hmm. so verse one and two remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities to be obedient which is a cuss word, right? In most places, to be able to obey me, right? To be obedient, to, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, to show true humility toward all men. And of all those things, what's striking me right now is it says, remind yeah. the people. Mm-hmm. So years ago, I did a little bit more traveling than I've done recently, but I would do marriage conferences and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they would go really well and I'd be invited back, you know, and I could do two or three <laughs> years at the same church, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately after a couple of years, I go two or three times, I was, I was starting to show up and I'm like, they always, you know, something new and fresh. And, and I started asking, I'm like, I, I've got some new stuff for you, but has anybody done what I taught you last year? <laughs> Is anybody? Yeah. Yeah. And then I heard some saying of sorts that says, you know, we don't necessarily need new things in the church. We need to be reminded mm-hmm. of the things we already mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even on Sunday morning, right? Preaching and pressure. And uh, didn't you tell me there, there's, there were like whole movements, church movements, where it had to be something new? Like it was a, uh, I yeah, feel like you yeah, told me like I an experience like, in the ch- like, church that you had attended yeah, one time. The, a good sermon was something that presented a new, inf- a new concept, information, a new concept. idea. Mm-hmm. And if there, wasn't, if there wasn't that, then it was like I've heard of it before. And application was. Yeah, I think that's very human. Right I think it's very human. You know mm-hmm. what's new, and 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 they're always seeking. Weren't the people Paul went to? They're always seeking something new, mm-hmm. and you know, itching ears and all that kind of mm-hmm. business. When in effect, just remind people. And this says uh, the uninspired. You're always famous for that now. The uninspired version or whatever. The uninspired <laughs> head. Uninspired head, head again. Doing what is good, right? Just yeah. this is just like do good, and be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Live peaceably with people. Yeah, that's a, a very different simple message what do you think was going on because i mean we could get into a little we could get in into a little sparky one today probably on the whole just the very beginning subject to rulers and authorities um and and i'm i'm i mean it's very tense and uh, very charged and very polarized mm-hmm. uh red and blue and on and on right all that mm-hmm. my goodness this is rome like you know this is a they were told to be subject to authorities that strike me as far more pagan, far more. Yeah, Rome. Wouldn't they exactly may not be more nice pagan, the, but they no. feel like they're yeah. far more pagan and heretical to the things of the Lord and the way of the way of the Lord. You know, and yet mm-hmm. encourages them. And so, what's interesting? I wonder, and we kind of talked about this a few weeks ago. If it's if this is, and I have an opinion as I ask the question, is this submitted to the authorities for the sake of the authorities or submission to the authorities for our sake, for the 
the things that happen in us when we submit to them. I don't know if that was the, that was the uh, week when I was talking to Matt. Maybe we were talking about being submitted. I feel like we've talked about that in the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. where you submit and you're the one that needs to submit and you're the one that grows through it. And it's not so much about the honor, which is fine to honor the leader and to honor the king and all those kinds of things. But God doing something in me through these directives. Well, I think verse 3, I was reading it out of the message. It says, it wasn't so long ago that we ourselves were stupid and stubborn. Easy marks for sin ordered every which way by our glands. Going around with a chip on our shoulder, hated and hating back. So it seems as if, you know, he's saying, look, we were this way too. And then if you continue reading, you know, but when God, Mm -hmm. our kind and loving Savior God... Um, I think it's more of a your relationship with him. Um, remind you, we're reminding yeah. you that you know the Cretans, so to speak, and maybe some of us have been that. Mm-hmm. We're just maybe stubborn and stupid at times, and we just need to be reminded, hey, don't don't do that. Mm-hmm. What were the things in chapter one? Uh, it was saying always liars, evil brutes, lazy gluttons. Yeah, yeah. brutish, glutton, not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here and here in verse three, like envy, hated by others, hating one another, deceiving, being yeah. saved from those 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 emo- the emotions associated with those attitudes are miserable, mm-hmm. and when we can when we can recognize that and live in even live in our own salvation and then start applying those attitudes towards others, the words of life that we we hear as we read scripture and let them sink into our souls and say, and breathe life into us. When we can let that overflow into others, others lives and our attitudes towards others. I mean, it makes, it makes submission to a, an authority, a boss who doesn't necessarily get where you're coming from because he's not doing the exactly what you're doing or the, the, the 10, if we can let that life seep into others submission becomes easier mm-hmm. and the life it, it saves us mm-hmm. right it, it saves us from mm-hmm. eating ourselves up with these these feelings that we take home from the situation and then that we were, I was just talking about this with the guys at work today about the the way that a, an environment like this can come home with you mm-hmm. and eat at your family yeah. and that's, I mean, that's a miserable place yeah. to be. The people who feel, who hate others, hate one another, have malice and envy, and are slaves to passions and ple- they're the first one that's, that's miserable. Mm-hmm. And so when Paul, <laughs> Paul calls out Cretans for this, but it's it's love to free somebody from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such an amazing passage of redemption and clarity. That's what I feel like because I read through that. I'm like, don't don't forget, fellas. Don't don't forget, y'all. Right, uh, short memory, mm-hmm. <laughs> right about what the Lord has done for us, and and uh, and keeping the the grace and the power and the freshness of the gospel alive. When I'm looking through this, and he says, you know, you were uh, we. He said we, right? We mm-hmm. come on. No, we yeah. were foolish too. Yeah. And then he says, disobedient. Okay, but then he says, deceived. Mm-hmm. That's a grace filled phrase. Mm-hmm. We were deceived. 
Somebody got us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, no, nobody raises their hand. Please deceive me. Mm-hmm. Right? So we were deceived. And the next thing he says, and you were enslaved. Mm-hmm. Enslaved by passion and pleasure and all those kinds of things. Well, hello, 2022. Mm-hmm. Right. right? I'm, I'm listening to a book right now called Dopamine Nation by Anna Lemke. And it's just talking about the pleasure, pain, homeostasis in our lives and how we seek one. And when we hit that, our, our body goes... To, to balance itself out. So there's a, there's a drop. Mm-hmm. There's a, you eat the chocolate, it's awesome. There's a crash. Mm-hmm. And just that stuff. And, of course, it could be methamphetamines, and it's just that much higher, right? And, and how our body is created to do these things. And, and we're, we're deceived, and we're enslaved. That's not free. Mm-hmm. That's not free. And, and I think it's grace-filled because you're not pointing the finger. I mean, if you're like, if, if something happened to sis, my daughter's in college, if something happened to Emma, and I'm like, wow. You were deceived. You're so stupid. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. They were deceived. Somebody, somebody had an agenda, mm-hmm. yeah, and manipulated. And we've we've all been there. And, and I love it. He's like, hey, we've all done this, and we lived in all those things which you just read. And then God's kindness and love appears to us. He saved us, and I love this. Not. Because of righteous things we've done. It's yeah. kind of hard to find it in the message sometimes, but is there a phrase in there like that? He says, yeah, I think it's in verse four. It says, not because of the righteous things that, I guess it's verse five, that we have done, but because of his mercy, he saved us. Mm-hmm. It says it was all his doing. We had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the like this little spot right here of four to... Um, you know, eight or right there. That that's probably the most bread and butter of if, to me of this entire like book of of Titus when he's talking about like, okay, yes, you can try to do all these things and try your best, but it's because it's because of this right here, because of this love and kindness of God. It that is what transforms my public appearance to everyone else, right? Like because of that, I can then go to work, right, and not carry those things, what you were saying, like right. being this good citizen and and living this life that is uncorrupted because my value system is different than this other value system, right? Like it's it's compel, compelling. Rather than living a life not compelled by it, like it's transformed by it. And that's what I think. I mean, that's what I'm seeing in this, <laughs> whom he has poured out for us generously through the Holy Spirit so that having... Uh, been justified by his grace, we might become co-heirs having the hope in, in eternal life. And I think that's just like, man, that just explodes <laughs> out of you. I don't know. That was what I, I, I just love that part. <laughs> to me, this is a, a thing where, hey, folks are jacked up. You were jacked up too. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. And you didn't have anything to do with saving you. Yeah. You're saved now. Mm-hmm. But don't forget. You didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. I'm reminded of Philemon we were talking on Sunday, and he writes to Philemon for the return of Onesimus, you know, and he's like, hey, I'd love you to take him back. Now, I don't want to remind you that you're living for God because of me, <laughs> right? Like, you don't have to do this for yeah. me, but I don't want to remind you. <laughs> and I feel like that's this. Yeah. In a... Mm-hmm. In a in, in a grace, a gracious way, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking of uh, in the message. I'm thinking of I guess it's Romans five, and I feel like it's maybe six or seven in there somewhere early, where he says, you know, we were we were uh, disobedient, we were weak, mm-hmm. 
We couldn't do anything to save ourselves. Yeah. And then it says, even if we weren't so weak, we still wouldn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So we just don't know what to do. And I, I hope that our church community, I hope mm-hmm. that our friendships, I hope that the, the, the culture of this whole place is, is that. And I think it helps acceptance and belonging, which is something that we're trying to do. Yeah. Right. I think if we can just keep rolling with that, like if we can just keep rolling, I mean, Ephesians too, right? Like you were, uh, you walked in by the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit and all that gratifying. You, you were just like that at one point. Um, but then because of his great love, that's why. And for his by grace, you've been saved through faith and not by your own works, right? He just continually, Paul just continually reminding us. Which is a hey. celebration from us. Yes. And a celebration about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you can walk up. I mean, I, I'm teaching about this this week. I said, I walk up to people and go, that was dumb. Like, that was a really bad decision. <laughs> and people don't go, man, I can't believe you called me dumb. Like, I, it was just, that was a poor choice. Mm-hmm. But what can we do? Let's walk together. Let's help. Let me see what I can do to help you. And mm-hmm. I make those as well. I, I think as a church kid growing up, there was a little bit of me that felt like, the wildlife was was the fun life, mm-hmm. definitely. And yeah. and the life like this was. I mean, you're following it's the boring. rules, and it's boring. Yeah. And I mean, we we didn't even have. I would go out and give me some testimony, or you know mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm about to get a testimony. Here. You know, so that's uh, uh, definitely going to turn this one around. <laughs> and it's taken. It's taking time on the clock to be able to say, oh, all of those kinds of things don't bring life. They uh, are, they're life sucking Mm -hmm. is what, is what a lot of those things are. And, and so to be able to have the, if it's grace or if it's honesty or openness that whatever place, whatever part of that discovery process you're in mm. hey we want we want life for you and because uh, he saved us to not be slaves to any of those things mm-hmm. this is a wonderful it's just i just keep looking at it over and over it's just the gospel mm-hmm. yeah right start to finish kindness and love of god our savior appeared he saved us not because of righteous things we had done and i think that's a that's a are you in Ephesians 2? Are you just well, I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ephesians 2 and yeah. 8. Mm-hmm. It's not by works of righteousness we've done yeah. right in here, and by grace he saved yeah. us, right? Not yeah. of ourselves, right? Yeah. The gift of God. Uh, because of his mercy, he saved us through washing of rebirth, renewal yeah. by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, transformed. Poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. Well, that's just good, man. Mm-hmm. Renewal, refreshing, rebirth, poured out Holy Spirit and Jesus our Savior, that having been justified, and that's the churchy word, but it's made innocent. We're made innocent through his grace. Therefore, we might become heirs with a hope. Mm-hmm. I, I love Titus in that it, so it, it paints that picture of here's what we're being saved from, here's how it works. Mm-hmm. And then he also gives us here in, towards the end, uh, you know, kind of some of the things that we're being saved to, so that be justified by grace, we might become heirs mm-hmm. according to the hope of eternal life. So there's this: we're saved to hope, 
We're saved to uh, an inheritance. We're also saved, insist on these things, devote themselves to good works. You know, when you're a kid, it's like, oh, I gotta go clean the church again. It's our week. You know, my devoted to good works <laughs> might meet, might be a burden, but but here he, again, wisdom says those things are a joy to be able. Like, hey, you got to go to a meeting again. Mm-hmm. No, I got to come sit with my friends and have a conversation that I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've been missing. Mm-hmm. This weekend, you and I had an opportunity, Jeremy. You and I, uh, someone asked us, and we have to be standing there together. And they asked, if there is no hell, then what? Did Jesus save us from? And your reply to them was, it's really more about saving us to something than saving us from something, right? Like save my sorry behind from that bad thing, but uh, probably more than a reframe, actually the the truth of he saved me to himself. Mm -hmm. And I was replaying that. We were talking about that today. I was replaying that. I said, you know, I married Melinda. What'd she save me from? I mean, I'm sure she saved me from being married to her, saved me from some stupid things that I might have done. But that's not it. I don't go, thank you for saving me from being stupid. I'm going to struggle and hang out with you, but thank you for saving me. No. It's the the life of the relationship and the future Mm forward-looking hope of years together with this person and life together with this person and, and vision and future. And I feel that in a relationship. I feel that with her. And, I f- and we've been married 30 years, and I feel that with this church and the kingdom, right? The opportunity for what God is bringing together to see that this is going somewhere, not, not let's all just celebrate we're saved from hell, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, or even we're saved just from the bad... You know, I used to be a I used to be a glutton, and now I'm not. Let's no, not no. talk about. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> review the five pieces of a recent conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You're right, Jeremy. It's not about all those things we could have done or still or did. Even did yeah, did, or yeah. did do. Mm-hmm. It's what do we get to do with him now? Yeah, and where is he taking us? And and I've seen in my life because I I did grow up in the church, and my dad was a it was a pastor and and I did choose to walk away for a while and go live the fun life so mm-hmm. to speak and found out that it wasn't that fun like um and some of the consequences of that life followed me quite much further than <laughs> I really realized that they would and now my life I'm just at so much more peace mm-hmm. I have peace daily I can doesn't mean there's not issues doesn't mean there's not problems but a, a life of peace is much uh, yeah. now that I'm 45, is much, much better than what I saw before. Well, and that's one way that I know that that Jesus' power reaches back into the same... Right, the same things I could have done and been miserable in, I can do now and have joy in. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. magic. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's power that can reach back into almost the exact same situation and turn it into something that used to be painful into something that is is a blessing in your life because of your perspective shifts and, mm-hmm. and the strength that that It's comes truly into. just the serving out of love. Yep. It's enjoyable to serve. It's enjoyable, like you said, to come here. It's, an, mm-hmm. it's enjoyable to maybe even clean the church, and it's enjoyable to actually serve in His name, to do everything unto the Lord actually is a, a fun yep. thing for me mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And, and and just saying all these things, it's just 
and what that means to others. I'm still thinking about like how that influences those that do live in that lifestyle, right? Like how it, how it just compels. I think about that. Like I just, we just talked about right today at, at lunch of the, the situations that people are in and the way that we handle and conduct ourselves in a, in, in the peace that we have that surpasses their understanding actually. It's about, they're like, what? I don't even know how in that situation you can have peace yep. because the way I would do it, I'd be rolling some heads <laughs> and, and you're just peace and calm and there's something about that. And what, what is that? And that compels, uh, just it compels people. And that's, that's when you say the light and the grace and the salt that just starts yeah. being pulled out of people. And I think that's what's, um, man, help us to walk in that, right? Like help us to walk in that in all, all times. So. so I love the point you bring up about the, the Cretans, right? And so the folks that are stuck mm-hmm. and that we give them a light. <clears throat> I don't know that it's a light of doctrine. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's, it's not. not yeah. uh, a light of, of lifestyle and a life. And I'm thinking attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, two words. I'm thinking privilege. What a privilege. And, when we, and I have to remind myself of that. I mean, uh, I do. Uh, I don't know how often, but I, there are moments for sure when I remind myself, this is a, a privilege. And then I begin to meditate on that and uh, all, all that that entails. And then feelings follow mm-hmm. uh, for what is the truth. So the, the, the privilege of that and the opportunity to uh, serve. And, and then I think of the word attractive. So um, habit formation is about something being obvious and then something being attractive and easy. And so when we create these pathways around here for people to be connected, it's got to be attractive. Mm-hmm. And I said, before you hear me say it, I asked myself the question, am I doing anything? Would anybody look at my life and say, I'd like to be the Christian Andy is, or I'd like to pray the way Andy prays, or I'd like to have the Liberty Andy, whatever, what, you know, whatever it is. Is there anything attractive about it? And then my mind goes to the f- verse, I feel like it's in Matthew, where Jesus asks the question, he said, do, do people gather grapes from thorns? Do they reach in and gather figs from thistles? Well, the answer to that is n- no. No. <laughs> no. And so this beautiful message of justification and redemption and hope and purpose, and that's, that's, the, that's the fig and that's the grape. And I'm just, I hope, and I'm pretty sure we don't, but I hope that we don't have thorns around it and thistles around it, and it's 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 got bars around it, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're like, I'm kind of interested in that, but you're making it really hard to get yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. From my lifestyle, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Who would want to be us? Who would want to go to a? Mm-hmm. And frankly, that's one of my goals in this church. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 trying to lead a church that I'd actually want to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, mm-hmm. seriously, yeah. no, no, like I get I, it. a I get church it, yeah. that I actually want to go to, mm-hmm. and that I I not just does everything the way I want it. But because I, I plan to preach for a few more years and lead for a few more years up front and then not and still go to church here right? Mm-hmm. and just say, okay, I'm transitioning from this role and it'll be very clear who is supposed to fill that role and how, how that happens. And then, as I say, sit on the third row and clap a lot right? <laughs> and just be happy to be... Uh, this, this, these roles and these offices are not my life. They're just... 
They're just a part of my life. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a privileged component of my life. Mm-hmm. But my life is oh. the journey with you guys and with mm-hmm. your, your families mm-hmm. and with the community that God brings. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm very intrigued by this as, as this kind of ends up. It says, this is trustworthy. And he's telling him, stress these things. So that those who've trusted in God, he's not talking to the Cretans anymore, right? Mm-mm. To the church. Yeah. Be careful. Devote yourself. That's a strong word. Mm-hmm. To doing what's good. Devote yourself to doing what is good. And we can, uh, what does it say? Uh, uh, he that knows to do good and doesn't do it. To that person, it's a mm-hmm. sin. Okay, right. we got the whole sin thing. Okay, I got that. But what about this? Just Did you see all that's good? See all that's going on here? Because of that, devote yourself to do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that comes from the recognition that we have of how good he's been to me mm-hmm. and how jacked up I was in the past. And that's not a shame exercise. That's a, I was a hot mess, and he changed my life. Mm-hmm. And what bubbles up in my chest yeah, is... Celebration, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Joy and gratitude, and for me, it's my arms come out, and I'm like, come on, let's walk this thing together, welcome, I don't care where you've been yesterday, what you smell like, where you came from, come on. It's the willingness to be accessible, you know, to say, here's where I've been, but I'm, it doesn't matter where you are, let's go together, and and there's no thorns, and there's no thistles, and there's no bars, just come and be, and that's what I... And I feel, I feel that here at Christway, yeah, and, and that's what I want to be. I'm thinking of my son, who's 13, and occasionally I'll come alongside and hug him close. And he usually, whichever side I'm on, he'll guard with his left <laughs> arm. Because <laughs> he, maybe I've conditioned him <laughs> that there'll be a hug and a punch. Yeah. We don't want to do that here. Yeah, No punch, right? Yeah, Just a hug and an openness. And we're not stiff, and there is uh, access of access, mm-hmm. access to each other, access to this hope and this life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you pray uh, a prayer uh, mm-hmm. for folks, a blessing, really for? I mean, this thing today is. Uh, how did he say it? Stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Very clear who he's talking mm-hmm. to. So that prayer may be for the church, for the believer, and also, I guess, for the, the trust and openness of, of those to receive it. Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you feel to pray? Yeah. Well, Holy Spirit, thanks for pointing this out to us. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, isn't that first mm-hmm. verse? As a reminder for all of us that you, um, you've given us things and that yeah. we are, we are to, to hold those things dear or to have a heart of privilege for those things. And God, I just ask that, um, I just speak a blessing over everybody listening, over our church here at Christway and everybody else around the world that's listening, um, of just a hope. peace that a hope and a love that passes up above anything or anything that we've ever known. God, bring us to those new levels of glory to glory and, and let us see those things, not just for ourselves, but for all those around us. And, and let us just, let us just be constantly open and reminded of uh, that we are who you say we are, yeah. mm-hmm. and that is not just for us; it's for those around us. I mm-hmm. just, I just feel that for just for people listening, that you are so loved, mm-hmm. 
and you're so loved so that you can love. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, we just yeah. agree with you in this moment, wherever you hear this, yeah. and say thank Amen. you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Being a part of what God is doing, Amen. and that is our hope here. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate you. Thank you. Being here today, I'm always... I'm always just, I, frankly, I'm a little surprised every time. Like, I, we get to the end of the thing. I'm I know, like, right? Man, that was, that was edifying for me. I hope uh, <laughs> folks listening, I hope our cameraman got something out of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, th thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Mm -hmm. uh, praying you're blessed as you read through Titus and, and Philemon and then starting through Hebrews next week. Looking forward to being in Hebrews the next few weeks. Until next time, take care. Mm -hmm.